Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of the Can Sports Podcast, presented by Brushfire Barbecue Company. The Arizona Wildcats defeated the UCLA Bruins in the Pac-12 Men's Basketball Semifinals. Your final score: Arizona Wildcats seventy-eight, UCLA Bruins sixty-seven in overtime. I'm Sports Director Robbie Leonio, alongside basketball color analyst Leonard Moody, here to talk to you about to break down today's win. Uh, Leonard, before the game, we talked about three keys of the game. One of the, why don't you discuss what your three keys were, and we can go ahead and break that down. Yeah, the three keys to this game was really, we talked about going to be really stopping Aaron Holiday from getting going. He is a dynamic scorer, and he really uh, propels UCLA to victories, and they go as he goes. And he really tore up uh, Arizona in their first matchup, and he was the biggest reason why they won in McHale. And so that was definitely uh, the major key. The second key was definitely to keep a hold on Jalen Hands because he is a guy that can get going from the field and get hot um, after even just one to two shots after seeing him go in. So definitely staying attached to Jalen Hands and making sure that he doesn't um, get any easy looks at three-point opportunities, and Arizona was able to do that. Um, And the third that we saw in large part was DeAndre Ayton having a big game and he had a huge game tonight having 32 points and also 14 rebounds I mean doesn't get much better than that and especially since on uh, Thursday's game he was held to what 10 10 points 10 points and 6 rebounds and was only 4 for 14 from the field and tonight was a totally different story going 13 for 16 I mean extremely efficient night for DeAndre Ayton and I'm looking at the other uh, stats about Aaron Holiday and Jalen Hands the other two players that you mentioned Aaron Holiday was only 5 for 20 from the field tonight I mean there's an example right there you know Arizona be able to stop him from getting those in easily. For sure. And they played great team defense on him. Um, Parker Jackson Carwright played great individual defense on him. And Arizona did an outstanding job of helping Parker do that. Uh, once Aaron Holiday, you know, if he did manage to get by Parker Jackson Carwright, you know, the team made sure that they brought multiple defenders and that he saw uh, a beeline of people being thrown at him once he was by the primary defender. So, you know, it was an outstanding defensive effort tonight, a collective unit. Um, it took for Arizona to slow down Aaron Holiday and Parker Jackson Cartwright really put in a 100% effort, 101% effort to go ahead and really put his all on the line to, you know, limit Aaron Holiday. Now, I'm glad you mentioned Arizona's defense because in the first half, they weren't necessarily that great at all. You know, they had they they, they kind of struggled. Uh, second half, they definitely picked it up. But where I saw their best defense was in overtime. And I'm looking at some of the stats right here, right in front of me, is they held UCLA to not a single field goal in the entire overtime period. That's a whole five-minute period right there to keep them without scoring a single point. What does that say about Arizona and, you know, their willingness to win and their defense? Well, to hold any team scoreless in overtime is a tremendous feat, I mean, in college basketball. But if you're able to do that against an outstanding offensive unit like UCLA, I mean, you, you really can't ask much more of that. And so Arizona definitely locked down in overtime and, and really, that's really the biggest reason that they pulled out the win tonight. I mean, 
you know, you hold a team scoreless in overtime. I mean, players can agree with that, too. We talked with uh, Dusan Ristic, Raleigh Elkins, Parker Jackson Carwright. They all said, yeah, our, our defense really picked it up in that second half. And that's what really makes the difference. I mean, if you, I mean, if you want to win a championship game, you need that defense. And everyone talked about that, you know, in terms of uh, Arizona is, um, you know, a lot of the fan, a lot of, you know, analysts and a lot of people really love to look at the, the uh, Ken Pomeroy stats. And it shows Arizona's adjusted defense efficiency is like, what was it, like 200th or something like that in the nation. I don't know what it is now. It's probably a little bit better, but it's still not very good at all. Um, and that's what everyone's saying is if you're really going to go and win a championship game, if you want to win championships, you've got to pick up the defense. And I think we saw that tonight. Absolutely. And a lot of about defense is about timely stops. And Arizona, they may not be overall the best defensive team, but they made sure that they get the timely stops and that's, you can't get much more timely than overtime. And so they, they got stops when they counted and it paid off for them in the end. So Leonard, you mentioned Parker Jackson Cartwright and him stopping Aaron holiday tonight. And yeah, that's what that a lot of that was true. And we actually spoke to PJC after the game in the in the post game locker room session. And, uh, he, uh, he made some pretty good points So we're just going to go ahead and, you know, let, uh, let you guys back home take a listen on what he had to say about his matchup with Aaron Holiday. Yeah, I've known Aaron Holiday a long time. Um, pretty much grew up with him. And, um, you know, I played against him so many times. You kind of just just get acclimated to someone's game and you just know what their tendencies are. And I just think that was just a function of that. You know, I know how he plays and I wanted to use my quickness. Coach challenged me. He gave me that matchup and I just wanted to step up and be ready. Now, not th- nothing really performance-wise here. Uh, this was actually something that we just found out, and that was the uh, Super Bowl MVP and former Arizona Wildcat Nick Foles visited the Wildcats before their game against UCLA, kind of gave them a little bit of pep talk and stuff like that. Uh, up until after the game, we had no idea what he told them or what it was, uh, but we actually when we talked to Parker Jackson Cartwright, he had to say a lot about it, and he he was happy to have him. I gotta say, but let's just say you guys go ahead and take a listen. You know, Nick Foles came and talked to us today and just talked about staying in the moment, you know, not taking any money for granted. And I think that talk really helped us about just hearing his story and how it came about him winning a Super Bowl and how he played in the Super Bowl. It really ignited a fire in us, and uh, he said some really good things that really motivated us. Today. So with the win over the Bruins in the semifinals, the Wildcats advanced the championship game on Saturday night. They're going to go on to face the uh, USC Trojans. And let me also mention, too, that this is going to be Arizona's third championship game in four years. So a lot of these seniors, you know, really excited to finally, you know, go to a championship game again for their conference to uh, round out their career here at U of A. But looking at their opponent, though, USC, uh, Leonard, what are you looking forward to in a matchup like this? Uh, last time Arizona played USC, uh, they had arguably one of their best games of the season. And I, was probably, I could probably argue that that was their best game of the regular season. And, of course, the best game of the season as a whole being 
just this win over UCLA just recently. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the championship game against USC. What can you what what can you say? So, anyways. It's going to be a very intriguing matchup as Arizona goes on to face USC in the championship game. Um, they're going to have to do a, a good job of containing USC's best player, their big man, Ches Messi Methu. He's a guy who really runs the floor well. He's a tremendous athlete. You know, he protects the paint as well. Um, so whether it be DeAndre Ayton or Dusan Ristic, they're going to have to be ready to play and really play hard because he is has a motor and it seems like he never gets tired. And so the person that I think is better suited to guard him is somebody who shares many of the same talents and capabilities, and that's DeAndre Ayton. And, and he's going to have to come and be ready to play uh great offensive basketball to match his scoring as well as great defensive basketball uh, and be ready to run up and down that court because Methu really gets up and down uh, really fast. And another player that's going to have to be on Arizona scouting report is going to be Jonah Matthews. Uh, He's an outstanding three-point shooter. He hits seven threes against Oregon uh, to lead them to the victory. And they're going to have to do many of the same things that they they had to do against uh, Jalen Hands and staying attached to him and making sure that he gets no easy looks. You don't want to get him going from that three-point line. Now, when we talked about Arizona's uh, defensive efficiency against UCLA here tonight on Friday, uh, they apply the same defensive pressure against Metsu and against Matthews. What are you going to expect? You know, like how how are these things going to go between these two teams? Well, it's going to be a different style of basketball. Uh, that's for sure because you know in the pick and roll uh, between and UCLA, you got to deal with guys like Aaron Holiday and Thomas Welsh. Um, this time they'll be dealing with Jonah Matthews and um, and Chaz Mezzi and uh, Methu. And Methu is the guy who, after he sets a pick and roll, he's going to roll to the basket instead of popping. And so Arizona, their defense is going to have to be more of a, an inside focus and really protect that paint because Methu uh, can be a low down low rather than Thomas Welsh is a, more of a threat from the outside. What do you? What would you say? You know, besides maybe talking about those two players, would be, I could say, let's talk about our pre. Three keys. If we had to say, put them right now. Well, the three keys would be limiting uh, Metu's offensive rebounds. Arizona has to come and be ready to really attack the glass, um, as well as uh, hustle opportunities because USC is a very scrappy team. Um, they they don't have you know that that big scoring punch like uh, UCLA does and and hands and holiday and welsh and so they have to do the other things and and what they do is play hard and they they do that very well and the third and final key would be to contain jordan mclaughlin who really uh tore arizona's defense up having last time 16 points four rebounds and five assists he really hurt arizona in all three major areas so they're gonna have to do a good job of uh, containing him and making sure that he doesn't get into the paint and penetrate and break down their defense so i think that you know that you know on that note we can go ahead and wrap up this episode of this uh can't sports podcast um so i would go ahead and say thank you everybody for listening to this episode of the can't sports podcast presented by brush fire barbecue company be sure to tune in 
on Saturday night at 7 p.m. at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Be sure to tune in to Camp Radio at that time as uh, we provide you a live play-by-play. If you're listening in Tucson, Arizona, that will be 1570 a.m. And if you live on campus, that is Channel 20 in the University Residence Halls. So once again, thank you everybody for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. I'm Rob Liano alongside Leonard Moody. We'll see you guys all tomorrow.